In the Maral, we spoke last time about the reason that it discusses Moshe receiving the Torah from Sinai and not from Hashem, because there has to be a connection between the recipient and the giver. And that's something unique which defines the nature of the Torah which is being given or discussed at that level. And therefore, the first point the Maral made, we saw this last time, was that it wouldn't be appropriate by Hashem to say that Moshe received the Torah from Hashem, because that would tend to signify that only Moshe received the Torah from Hashem, and that's not true. All Kai Yisrael receives Torah from Hashem. Hashem teaches us all. Whereas what was unique about Sinai, we saw last time, was something which appealed or spoke directly to Moshe. It was a hired Akim, Moshe was Ishar Akim. We saw in the context of the person who prepares himself for the spiritual experience of Kabbalah Satara is similar to the person who prepares himself for the spiritual experience of, of climbing the rungs of the mountain of Hashem. And therefore that was appropriate specifically to Moshe. Now the Maral elaborates on this point a bit more. And he says in the paragraph which starts, Therefore it's not appropriate to say Moshe received the Torah from Hashem in the time the reason he mentions. It wasn't unique to Moshe to receive the Torah from Hashem. We all cry Israel, and we all in Torah from Hashem. Ruasa wouldn't be an honor for Hashem, so to speak, to reduce Hashem's ability to teach Torah to say that he, he could only teach Moshe. There's an argument there between the students of Rebbe, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosin, Avdan, that Avdan asked Rabbi Shmuel, are you ready to learn Torah from Rebbe? And his answer was, well, was Moshe ready to learn Torah from Hashem? So what's the discussion? What are they trying to say? So the Mara brings the Gemara. It says, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosi, Sha'amale Avdan, Avdan said to him, Do you consider yourself worthy of learning Torah from Rebbe? Amale, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yosi's answer to him was, or it means Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosi's answer to him was, was Moshe able to learn Torah from Hashem? So, if, what's the discussion? explains, There has to be a similarity of level between the Talmud and the Rav, and that makes the Talmud deserving of learning from the Rav. And therefore, what he's trying to start Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi is, you aren't on the level to deserve to learn from Rebbe. Rebbe is on a level which is way more exalted than yours. And if that's the case, what was Rabbi Shmuel's response to him? That the Heshav that Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi Moshe obviously was uh, as great as Moshe was, but there was a much, much, much greater disparity between Moshe and Hashem. And nevertheless, he learned from Hashem, and that's exactly the point that the Maharal wants to make. That what we're trying to say here in Berakha Avos is that there is a connection between the Rebbe and the Talmud, and that's exactly why I couldn't say Moshe received Torah from Hashem because there's a tremendous gap between Moshe and Hashem, and that's why says Moshe received Torah from Sinai because that was the level which was connect, Moshe's, which did connect to Moshe, and Moshe was able to receive the Torah at that level. And therefore he says, It would seem to signify that there was a point of similarity between Moshe and Hashem. 
So that's the, the first point that Maral has clarified based on what he said himself before, and that is the necessary connection that there has to be between the, the teacher and the student. And if that's the case, we can't say between Moshe and Hashem. Rather, we have to say between Moshe and where, what the Torah that Hashem wanted to teach at Sinai, which would have been the level which was appropriate to Moshe to learn from. But now he's going to bring us a Chazal. V'yosim is Amr Chazal, Kosov Sh'omar, V'yishmer Sakol Medaber Eidav. That Moshe, when he went into the Mishkan, and he heard the voice of Hashem speaking to him from between the Krovim, but the word Medaber, Chazal explained to mean Shukumoy Mistaber. Ki'ilu, Moshe overheard a conversation, signifying that the voice wasn't directed to him, but Ki'ilu was speaking and Moshe happened to hear. Upirish Rashi, Shayakol Medaber Matzmoy. It was if Hashem was speaking to himself, and Moshe Hashemet. And Moshe happened to hear, Vizayat Derech Kavad Lemailo, Ki'iloya Medaber Mehediyat. And that's, a, so to speak, a, a way of uh, showing respect for Hashem. It's not like Hashem lowered Himself to speak to a person. Hashem spoke, and it happened to be a person heard. Now the Maral explains. It says the voice was speaking. It was like a reflex of speaking to Himself. Even though very often the Torah it says Hashem spoke to Moshe, which means Hashem intended to address Moshe directly. It wasn't that Moshe happened to hear by the way. So the morale explains there's a big difference. That was a specific dibur which was directed to Moshe to hear what Hashem wanted to tell him then. This was a, a mitzvah Hashem wanted Moshe to know about or an instruction Hashem wanted Moshe to be given and therefore Hashem directed that Instructions specifically to Moshe. And he heard Hashem speaking. Now what can be the fact that there was always a Dibur being spoken? It wasn't a specific line or a specific mitzvah, a specific point which Hashem was directing to Moshe. It was more like there was a, an, an open invitation to hear Hashem speak always. And if that's the case, to say that Hashem was always speaking to Moshe would be a lack of cover to Hashem. And therefore, when it came to the ability of Moshe to listen in, so to speak, on what the Shekhinah was saying, then the way that the Torah presents it to us is that the Shekhinah was saying without, without necessarily uh, speaking to Moshe. And that's why it says, that it was directed to Moshe. Now, what would the, then the point of the Shekhinah speaking be if not to be listened to by somebody? If it wasn't directed for someone to hear it? Hashem doesn't need to speak to Himself. But the principle is like this. And that is, HaKadosh Baruch speech is an expression of what HaKadosh Baruch is, so to speak, relating to the world. And it could be that sometimes people are zeichet to hear that, and it could be, could be sometimes people are not zeichel to hear that. But nevertheless, the speech is there because that's defining the way HaKadosh Baruch is relating to the world. So for example, the Gemara tells us in Brachos that one time Rabbi Yossi says he went into a Chorvan, to a ruin of Yishalayim, to Davin, and he heard a baskom in the Hemis Kayona. He heard, so to speak, a reverberation of Hashem's voice cooing like a dove, it says, 
and it was saying, Woe to the children who have been exiled from their father's table. And when Rabbi Yossi mentions this to Eliyahu Hanavi, Eliyahu Hanavi tells him, you should know you only heard it now. But there's this Paschal every single day. Well, who hears that Paschal every single day? And even if no one hears it, it's still being announced. It's still, so to speak, being spoken. Because that's the way Hashem is defining the Anhok at the moment. It's a situation where Nebuch Yisrael, who aren't able to receive the Shechina, who aren't able to be in the base of Mikdash. The Dibur is there. In that particular circumstance, Rabbi Yossi was able to hear it. The Riyah told him, you should know there isn't a day that this Dibur isn't heard. The mission says, Let novice And every day there's a Baskal which goes out from Harsinai. Hashem is speaking and he says, Oh, to the people who are insulting the Torah, they don't treat the Torah with the respect it deserves. They don't learn the Torah with the dedication which is necessary for it. Who hears that Baskal? But Baskals define the way Hashem is acting. And even if no one hears it. And therefore to say that Moshe came into the Kodesh HaKadoshim and he could hear Hashem speaking. It means that that was a Dibur Tzmidi what the Maral calls. And it wasn't directed specifically to Moshe. There would be a lack of covered. It would be Ki'ilu HaKadosh Baruch Hu's only speaking so that Moshe should hear. There were times when Hashem spoke to Moshe to hear, and those when Hashem wanted to instruct Moshe regarding a part of the Torah, regarding a mitzvah. But when it came to the general, so to speak, expression of Hashem, of how He looks at the world, of what He's feeling at the time, as if I'm concerned those words, so that wasn't directed to Moshe. Moshe was like to hear that as a Novi. But it was the call which mizmidaber. It was, so to speak, speaking not to address Moshe. Hashem was saying what he wanted to say. Moshe happened to be zeichet to hear, to overhear. What Hashem was, Hanhaga was expressing at that time. And therefore he says, similarly, when you can talk about specific things that Hashem taught Moshe, but in, this, in the same context, we're not going to say that Moshe was Kabul the Torah from Hashem, because that would be mashma that the entire Torah was only directed to Moshe. That a person, a human being, is able to hear the whole Torah from Hashem. It was was speaking, and from Sinai, Moshe heard what Hashem was saying. And then that gives the same understanding. And that is that the, the entire gamut of Torah wasn't given to Moshe as a Dibur, but at Sinai was a point where Moshe could hear, just like in Noel Moed. And therefore, Moshe was Makabal the Torah, what he overheard at Sinai, so to speak. With the words of which was Hashem said was Ki'ira wasn't to Moshe directly, but from Sinai, that's when Moshe heard the voice. In other words, that was a place where Moshe was able to be zeichet to the Nevoah that he could overhear the Torah that Hashem was teaching. 
from the Aaron Kodesh, from the Kruvim, and Moshe could never hear that call. V'iru, if it said, Moshe kibbal Torah b'sinai, at sinai, ha'yamoshe l'kabel mifiyak v'ra'atzma, because then it would be that sinai was the place and not the means through which Moshe had the Torah. But when it says mis-sinai, it means that that was from where Moshe had the Torah. Moshe heard from Sinai. Ke'ilu, that was the place where Moshe could listen in on the Torah which was being, which Hashem was saying. And that's and therefore to put Hashem in the list is in some way equating what Hashem taught Moshe to what Moshe taught his Talmudim and they taught their Talmudim and that's uh, not a covet for Hashem for two reasons firstly because that's limiting Hashem to only teaching Moshe whereas in reality Hashem teaches everybody who learns Torah and secondly it's limiting so to speak in the fact that there's a connection between the teacher and the student and that would be in some way equating Moshe that he deserves to learn from Hashem. And like the Gemara says, it's a rhetorical question. Was Moshe right to learn Torah from And therefore, to Matar is that, we understanding that the totality of Torah, Moshe heard at Sinai what Hashem was saying. Rather than saying, Moshe heard what Hashem addressed to him. So that's the completion of that idea, the connection between student and teacher, and why therefore it says Moshe received from Sinai, so for the Maharal is given four different explanations for that, rather than saying Moshe received from Hashem. Now, he's going to address the next point, and that is when it comes to Moshe, it says Moshe Kibel, Moshe received, and then changes to Umasara, he gave it to Yeshua, and he gave it to the Skanim, who gave it to the Nevi'im, and then afterwards it goes back to Kibel, and Tiganus bin was Kibel, and afterwards Yesu bin was Kibel. So the morale is going to tell us a very deep principle. And that is, what's the difference if it, we're dis- discussing the subject being the one giving the Torah, or the subject being the one receiving the Torah? So basically, the, the side we're going to see in the morale is like this. If we're talking about the recipient, then we say, the entire Torah they receive, they receive from their teacher. If we're talking about the giver, we're saying, the entire Torah that they have, they gave to the student. And we understand that's not at all the same thing. There's a tremendous difference between them. There's a tremendous difference in the sense that when we're talking in terms of the one receiving, so it's true. However much Torah he has, he got from his teacher. Does that mean it's the entire Torah that the teacher had to give? Not at all. But if we're talking about the student's Torah, so we can say he got it all from the teacher. If we're talking about the teacher's Torah, to say that everything he had he gave to his student, it's a completely different statement. It's saying that the teacher's Torah, he managed to transmit the entire amount to his student. And if that's the case, if you're going to talk about the one being Moiseh the Torah, the one giving the Torah, then we're talking in terms of 
the, the Torah he had, he gave. He managed to transmit his entire knowledge of Torah. If we're talking about the recipient, then we're saying is, the entire Torah he received, he got from the teacher, but that's very far from saying that's all the teacher had to give. It could be the teacher had much, much more to give, which he didn't get. So therefore, says the Mara, Omar Moshe received because the one who received, we're talking in the terms of the recipient, how much he was able to receive. And if that's the case, Moshe didn't receive the entire Torah that Hashem has. Because the Gemara says, there's a level which is hidden from any human being. Does anyone know the whole Torah? No, no man, no human being knows the entire, even dimension, the size of the Torah. We can't say that, that Moshe received the entire Torah from Hashem because there's an enormous amount of Torah which no human being knows, only Hashem has. And therefore, we can't say Hashem was most of the Torah to Moshe, because that would be mashma that the entire Torah that Hashem had, he gave to Moshe. Or you have to say is, Moshe received the Torah from Hashem, which means the entire Torah Moshe had, he received from Hashem. But that's not at all the amount of Torah that Hashem had, which he didn't give to Moshe. And on Kabbalah Torah, Moshe Epshel Moshe only received in Torah as much as it was possible for him to receive. Aval Oma Musari but it says what Moshe had, he gave to Yeshua. Ki Moshe Whatever Moshe had, he could give to Yeshua. And so in the next generation down, whatever Yeshua had, he could give to the Zakani. All the jurists after Moshe, each door transmitted its entire knowledge of Torah to the following door. And therefore we can say Misara. We can talk about what the teacher had. He was able to give completely. Because now we're saying that, from the teacher's perspective, everything he had he could teach. From the Anshak Nesha onwards, the generation started to get less. Or they might. They get minimized. And therefore, each Dar couldn't receive the entire... Torah that the teacher had. We can't say Shimon gave the Torah to Antigonus because that would be indicating that the entire Torah that Shimon had he gave to Antigonus. That's not true. Antigonus was a level lower and therefore he couldn't receive the entire Torah of Shimon Atalik. He received less than that. So we can say Antigonus, whatever he got, he got from Shimon Atalik. As much as Antigonus was able to get, he got from Shimon and Tariq. But there wasn't everything that Shimon had to teach him. Rakhabloza Godel says, I got a lot of terror from my teachers. But compared to the amount of Torah that they had, the amount I took from them was the amount a dog could drink if he was drinking from the ocean. Now that's a tremendous marshal. It's, it's infinitely small. 
We talk about the extent, expanse of the ocean and the tremendous amount of water which fills it. And now we're going to talk in proportion to that, how much can the dog drink? It's an infinitely small amount. That's how Rebeliezer describes the amount of Torah he got from his teachers. Rebeliezer was one of the early Tanoim. His teachers are Rebbe ben Zakkai. And if that's the case, we're talking about Rebeliezer. The Gemara says in Sukkah, there wasn't a thing he didn't know. But compared to what his teachers knew, that was infinitely small. And I don't think Rebeliezer was just being an honor. He's just being humble. Because he says the same thing about his students. He says, now it's so much Torah to give, and the amount my students took from me was also an infinitely small amount. Which means we see the tremendous drop from one generation to the next. And therefore the morale is 100% right. We can say, Kibel. Rabbi Yezah was Makabu from Rabbi Yechon Zakai. We definitely can't say, Rabbi Yechon ben was Moser to Rabbi Yezah. Rabbi Yechon was Moser a fraction of his Torah to Rabbi Yezah. But we don't want Rabbi Yezah. The whole Torah Rabbi Yezah knew he got from Rabbi Yechon and saving all the generations. Because means it depends on the one receiving, and that's as much as he can receive. If we're talking about the one who's transmitting the Torah, then we're talking about transmitting the Torah he has. And if that's the case, to say someone transmitted his Torah knowledge means all of his Torah knowledge. That was only Shaykh until Anshaknes That was only until the Anshaknes that we can say it's all totally on the one who's giving rather than the one who's receiving. And that he says again, In those generations, the Makabal, the recipient, was able to receive everything that the teacher gave him. But if there's something missing what the Makabal can get, then we can't say that the one who gave, gave his whole Torah. That's the first explanation that the Maral gives this question. He says it's a clear explanation. Is it the, the, the talking in the Torah of the recipient, the Torah of the, of the, of the one who's giving? The one who's teaching. And the emphasis is, if we think about it, we understand the second part very well. We understand why in later generations the level of Torah scholarship decreases and every generation knows so much less than the one before it. So we can say each one received what they knew from the generation before, but that in no way says that the previous generation gave everything that they had. The question is the generations until the ancient later, what changed? How then was it possible for each Torah to convey their entire knowledge of Torah to the Torah after them? And the truth is, if we look at Chazal, we find contradictory information about this. On the one hand, there's a Gemara that says that before Moshe died, he asks Yeshua, he says, Yeshua, I'm about to be taken away from you. Is there any halacha that isn't clear to you that you want me to clarify? And the Gemara says, Yeshua answers and says, Rabbeinu Moshe, I was with you the whole time. Doesn't the Pasuk say that Misha wasn't Moshmitech oil? And if that's the case, I know everything that he taught. So it would seem to indicate that Yeshua did know the entire Torah that Moshe taught. On the other hand, we have a famous Chazal that Moshe resembles the sun and Misha resembles the moon. And the moon is a very, very, so to speak, weak 
reflection of the gray, of the light and the brightness of the sun. So what's the principle? The aside is like this. Until the Anshak Nesla with the Darius of Torah Shibiksah. And if that's the case, the totality of Torah was Torah Shibiksah. Is it possible to teach the next star that whole Torah Shibiksah it is? And since that defines the Torah, so it was possible for one door to teach it to the next. Of course, there's a mockum for understanding and for depth and for analysis and for interpretation. But that was a different realm of Torah. That was the realm of one's understanding of the Torah. But the body of Torah, so to speak, Kola Torah Kula, which could be transmitted, was the Torah Shibiksav, was the Alakhra Mashimi Sinai, was the Messiah which was given from Sinai. That could be given. Or just like today, be talking about it. Could a person teach somebody the entire Shas for sure? Can you teach on the entire Shulchan Aruch for sure? If that would define the totality of Torah, then it's possible to give it to another door. But after Anshulach when there was no longer a revelation of Nevoah, and now Torah got defined as Torah Shabal Peh, and if that's the case, a person's understanding and a person's interpretation and a person's level of depth and scholarship all makes a difference to the totality of their Torah. It's not a separate part of Torah. That there's a Torah which is transmitted and a Torah which is understood. Now it all becomes one thing because the way a person transmits Torah is based on his understanding. Then if that's the case, it becomes impossible for a teacher to teach the student everything. There's no way a person can trans- transfer their entire understanding and the depth of their, of their appreciation of Torah to somebody else. And therefore, once the parameter of Torah becomes Torah Shabal Peh, then by definition it's going to get minimized from door to door. Because no door can, so to speak, transmit their full level of interpret- understanding to the door after them. And that's why we're talking in Torah Shabbat yes, the Torah as a body of Torah can be transmitted in its entirety. So you can say Misara. It's been given to the next door. When we're talking, when it now becomes defined as Torah Shabbat Peh, after Anshak Hesachadolos, it has to be in the Lashon of Kiva. Each door can only receive a certain amount from the one before it. And that's why the Maral explains that the progression of Misira starts with Misara Liyashur, Moshe Kev Yashur, to the Skanit Nevim, and then Misara Lashon Hesachadolos. It repeats the word Misara, because that's the end of the Doris where the Torah was Nimsar. The Torah was transmitted in its entirety. Which builds a house of them in the Vimus Sarul and Shkensa Gadaila. The day where Moisirat, Apple Gav, the Loyam and Mysterious, you should escape him, even though in the middle stages it just says they gave it to each other, it doesn't say the word Mesara. If Neshabolomar, he had Haina, the Haina and the Vimus Kainim, he had a Mesira. And we can't be a Loyak and Mesira. Like the Rekabala, this was the end of the Doris which were transmitted the Torah to each other. From now it becomes something which was received. A side point. Until we don't find arguments in Torah. If the Torah was transmitted in its entirety, so then it's, 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 everything is clear and everything is explained. It's only after where there was a lack of understanding from each generation to the next, then there become points which weren't understood properly like the Rambam explains, and then it becomes an opening for there to be a concept of a Makhlaikis. And that's also when we can start being given individual instructions. Because that replaces the full Torah which was given until then. Now each day understood that Talmudim aren't going to be able to know 
and uh, amass all information and understanding that they have. And therefore, they have to give specific points of advice to the Talmudim in place of that. And therefore, the Ashkenazic Dara is the first one to say, Gimel Dvar. They come to give us instructions. Asibuhu, Shemin Dara, Ba'edach, Hayatar, Mismaitis. Ba'alkan, Hayakom, Mesira, Velayester. Until then, the entire Torah was given generation to generation. They don't have to add anything else. But now they saw that they wouldn't be able to transmit the entire Torah to the next door. And therefore, Hotzukhur, the Hazirat, Talmudim, Aratar. Therefore, Bimkom, that they had to give advice, instruction to their students. How to how to learn Torah. So that's a big difference. There's a door of being moister Torah and there's a door of being makabel Torah. If one can transmit everything he knows, then we can say it's mysterious Torah. If when we're talking about just the amount that the Talmud can get, there's much less than the teacher was able to teach, then we call that Kabbalah Torah. Obviously, Moshe could only get as much as he could get, that's much less than Hashem could teach. So Moshe was makabel the Torah. The dearest after that, the Torah Shabbatay was Nimsar in its entirety. Not the understanding, not the depth, but the Torah Shabbatay was Nimsar in its entirety. And then when the Torah Shabbatay ends, and now the Torah only becomes the way it's understood, then once again it goes back to Kibbutz. That's the first explanation the Maral gives. In the next show we'll see there's another explanation too of why it changes from Mosar to Kibbutz.